0: the ESPN shop and with sports in the poppin' everything's stoppin' but you can't fool me I know what you watching me, you watch me, you watch me, cause I be, we see, my see, TV,
1: see, welcome to another episode of the 3peat Podcast, I am your host Jess Stream Jones, I'm here with my guests Dion and Jamie and today we'll be talking about the True self-love, supporting your people instead of memes. The definition of real, the N-word, and my neck, my back, Kaya. What's good, my kings? What's good? Pause.
2: Don't see that like that ever again, bro. What's good? <laughs> Don't do that, bro.
3: You're
2: wild, <laughs> nigga. <laughs> you can't be doing that, you.
3: Never again, please. I'm begging you, actually.
1: <laughs> y'all done are you <laughs> <laughs> let's get into the pod let's talk about true self love what you got for us man
2: what's good man sorry excuse me how I sound I'm a little more weather today but we gotta make it shake you feel me um I wanted to touch on pause chill don't look like that bro <laughs> yo can't be doing that anyway I'm going to touch on true self-love because I mean, I was just looking at, you know, my own personal situation and experiences the past year or so. And then looking online and how people just talk about that more than usual as of late It's become like trendy, like a, like a lot of things do nowadays. And I was just really looking at it and reflecting on it and trying to, wanted to talk to you guys about it, to see your perspective on what you guys believe true self-love is. And I'll give you mine. Um, There's nothing wrong with shopping for yourself. Of course, you should. Everyone should work out. That's like non-negotiable. If you're not working out and taking care of yourself physically, there's something wrong with you. Um, Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with, hey, if you got it, go buy you a new watch if that's what you want. Females getting their nails done every week, that's cool. You're taking care of yourself. But it's become trendy to the point where they think that that's all it's, it's, it's about and it's not about your mental health. And you being confident in any situation, and walking into a room and feel like you can hold your head and talk to anybody, any type of way, and in a, a respectful, excuse me, concise, confident manner. That's true self-love, and that's the way I feel about it, which I think.
3: You got it? Yeah, I got it. <clears throat> I'm good. I'm eating good-ass peanuts right now. Oh, uh, For me, true self-love is honestly identifying the the difference between your virtual fantasy reality, quote-unquote, and your actual reality. It's actually like, there's people that go outside and there's people that just get on social media and just type, just use their fingers and just express on their meaningful things that they're not really living. I feel like in this day and age, that's how a lot of things become trendy. And when you're a real one and you really live in your truth, it's hard to navigate in that type of system because you're thinking like, oh damn, I'm really living this life. So if you see somebody tweet this, or share this, or whatever you are thinking they really living in that. Uh, even when you go to shoot at them, or do this, or whatever, and you realize they're not, you're like, damn, okay, this is a virtual reality, this is a fantasy that they're selling. And I feel like people are not truly searching for that self-love, the elements that come to deal with, that comes into dealing with that factor, and really telling yourself like, in order for me to give myself to other people on a frequent basis, I have to be vibrating at a higher frequency myself. So if I'm not putting in a word to vibrate at some frequencies, then I'm just telling the story. or I'm just telling you something that's not true or selling you a fantasy. But once I can begin to look, in, look at my own reflection and then look at you and see me in your reflection, then we can have a dialogue, an, out, an open dialogue to how we are truly feeling about one another, how we are truly interacting with one, with one another, whether it's intimate or it's strictly platonic. It's having that understanding that like, we're a thought of, we are being transparent and vulnerable with each other. So and the, only, the only way that, honesty can come is if you build that self-love, that, that love for self to where no matter what situation I put myself in, it's no longer a risk. It's something that I prepared myself for. So it's a situation that no matter the outcome, I won't lose myself completely because I've prepared for this to where I've already I've already weighed out the algorithm for how this couldn't turn out. I weighed that out already. So now when you turn out to be someone that I did not imagine or we do not match at the highest of frequencies, then I won't be disappointed. I will just take a step back and say, okay, this was a possibility because anything in this lifetime is a possibility. You can't expect everyone. My therapist even told me I can't expect everyone to vibrate on the same frequencies that I do or think of the same like-mindedness that I think of. That is a selfish, narcissistic thing to do or to think when you think you can, like, I guess, determine the outcome of how everyone thinks, control everyone's mind, and do all that. That's a narcissistic trait. And I was able to be vulnerable and transparent enough and say, oh, that's right. Like, I can't expect that from other people. I have to do me. I have to do what helps me evolve into the best version of myself, the best version of the person that is here today taking up someone else's slot. And you have to know what's real and what's fake. You have to know what's like what everybody perceives and what you perceive of yourself. And it's important. And the only way you can do that is through self-love. You have to have self-love to love anyone else. You have to have self-love to really do things that, genuinely and out of sincerity of your heart and to really give yourself to people. You have to have that self-love to say, oh, I will never turn on you. That's me saying that and knowing, yes, life will happen after I have said these words or uttered these words. But no, I mean that. You have to have self love and self confidence to say those words and really mean it, or look someone in their eyes and say, "Oh, I love you, my brother, or my sister, or I love you to my wife or my girl or whatever." You have to have that self love to say it and mean it. A lot of people are just speaking these words through social media platforms or in, in doing it without even realizing the outcome of their words or, what can happen to that next person if they don't mean what they are saying. If they don't show those efforts. So yes, of course self love is a it's a heavy topic that we can go on all day or all day long for. But yeah, that's kind of what I wanna brief it on and leave it on for now.
2: Yeah. All things being said, man, just do whatever makes you happy. And that's that's the key to self love. If you're not doing what makes you happy, you just out here moving and grooving and la la lying and think buying stuff or doing whatever it is you do is gonna make you happy. If you don't feel true happiness, you're not doing it right. Go meditate sometimes. Do some yoga. Do something that makes you happy besides just living and not really having a purpose.
1: And I think y'all Y'all really touched on it, and I think we can move on. But how do y'all feel about people not supporting their culture, but they support memes and they support more stuff online? Uh, How do you feel
4: about that, Jamie?
3: Honestly, bro, I feel like it comes to the fact that we're – you got to call shit how it is. You got to really – address things for what they are. and You can't... To me, I'm the type of person that I think too much. I constantly analyze every situation and want clarity for every situation that happens in my life. I'm constantly questioning everything. But when it comes to support and things like that, you gotta call it out for what it is. Be blunt. Oh, you can go do this, but you've been seeing a grind that I'm putting in, but you say you believe in it, but when it comes to supporting it and doing things, there's things you can do for free to support somebody. You can reshare their stuff on Instagram. You can post their stuff on Instagram. You can share their stuff on Facebook. You can share their stuff. You can retweet their stuff on Twitter. You can shout them out. You can do it. There's a whole lot of things you can do for free. And a lot of people, they rather tell you in private that they support you than tell you in public. And that is a fake supporter. I got family like that, blood blood relatives that would do that. I got people I've been known that would do that. That would literally look me, look me in my eyes, and tell me that they believe in what I'm doing, and they see it, and then go and not support it. And it's as a creator, especially through this these times that we're facing.
4: When we have nothing to do but reflect,
3: you really realize who really there for you for the long haul or who really believe in your dreams. Because as a creator, there's no way you can, because you can stop. That. Being a creator is not a title. It's something that's instilled inside of you. It's something that you represent. It's the embodiment, the embodiment of you. So it's not nothing you can fake. So it's like when you're a creator, there's something that you just do on a day Yo, your, your wills turn all day thinking of different things that you can do to create, to push the culture forward, to really put emphasis on your brand and your stamp on life. So if you see where I come from, you know I come from poverty. If you see where I'm at now or where I'm trying to go, and you see the grind, you see the journey, and you decide I would rather fake support him than not, than him think, oh, I'm not doing it. No. Know that I see through that. Know that I see you would rather see a a funny meme and share it than than share our podcast that's actually pushing the culture forward instead of making fun of it. Hey, I'm one for comedy. I love comedy. I laugh a lot. But it comes a time where, hey, I see you really trying to do something to change your family's life. I respect it on a much deeper level. So if I can do those little things to support you, I'm going to show it. I'm not just going to tell it to you. I'm going to show it. And a lot of people are not going to show that. And you got to know who those people are. You have to. You might call it being petty. No, you got to know who those people are. I'm going to call you out on it. Don't, call, don't say you support me if you ain't really supporting me. It's that simple. You going to support a meme before you support somebody you actually know? You going support or you going share something from an artist that you've never met in your life before you share something from somebody that's been preaching the same thing that that artist has been preaching? Or you going to share somebody's clothing brand because everybody else is sharing it instead of sharing something from somebody local that you actually have a relationship that is building the same quality, that would never make sense to me. You can never change my mind on that because at the end of the day, real is real, fake is fake. And you, a lot of you motherfuckers live a fake life. And a lot of you motherfuckers speak in spookism. Y'all speak in a language to where people are not paying attention And y'all use that verbiage to really trick the psyches of the people you are really supposed to be loving and supporting. And that will never sit right with me. And that's all I got to say on that.
1: And you know, I can hit the needle right on the head with this one. You said you just come and get a hat, come get it. But anyways, I feel like I'm going to know who really supports me when I do this fundraising event for my foundation. And that's, and I think that's really when you're going to find out who supports you me. I really don't care who share what, but when you got a base of people behind you that do share your product, that say they fuck with it and don't, it just shows who they are. Like you said, I think a lot of people fake the font. Uh, They want to just ride the wave. They want to see who else is riding the wave. So a lot of times people will wait for other people to be posting online or they see them out with that product, and that just makes them want to get it. You can get some from motherfuckers, order some from Russia, Canada. Why not support your community here? America, Texas, Oklahoma, wherever you're at. Nowadays, people just want to feel a part of something, and I see that's why a lot of people buy people's brands—not just here, but everywhere. It's the I want to feel a part of something crew, but that's how I got.
2: Yeah, this is that makes no sense, man. And y'all hit it, hit it on the head. I mean, it's it's just crazy. I mean, like he said with the sharing funny stuff, ain't nothing wrong with that. I mean, that's what social media is for. I'd be on social media all day clowning. That's all I do is share silly shit. But then people will share that silly thing that I shared or like it, be posted, whatever the case is. Huh? You wildin'? But they won't share like 3P podcasts. You know, it's only a few select few. But like, like we just said, stay grounded, stay true to what you're doing, stay true to your craft, and we keep it going. The real is going to be real, and the fake is going to show.
1: And, I, hey, it ain't like we mad at it or nothing. It's just we woke. We have our third eyes open, so we really see the fake from real. And I think a lot of people don't know the difference uh, of real. What's y'all's definition of real?
4: Mm-hmm. Um,
2: excuse me. For me, in general, is having integrity in any situation. Whatever you have going on, in life, whatever you're doing, staying true to who you are at all times, whether in business, personal life, dating, work. If somebody can speak to you about. Excuse me. a certain topic and it's a totally different person and you go talk to them. If your conversation doesn't change up and you're still the same person, that's being real. Number one, take care of your family. To me, that's the number one priority if you have family and if you don't have your own immediate family, if you don't have kids and stuff like that, taking care of who you need to be taking care of. That's number one. Number two is just standing on what you believe in and progressing yourself and evolving every day. And have an integrity while you do it. That's that's the def- my definition of being real.
3: I feel like, I, of course, I'm not gonna disagree with anything he just said because those are all valid points. So I'm just gonna really break it down as far as the integrity. Hey, at the end of the day, what you what you do behind closed doors is who you really is. So. That work you are putting in behind closed doors or that person you've been, the person you treating like the way you treat people on a, your everyday basis, not just when no cameras is rolling or when it's the audience. That's the purpose of you. That's the person you really is. You know what I mean? Your true self can never be this like could be discovered. It can only be revealed. Because at the end of the day, that's who you are all along. It's just heightened when you get of a maturation in your life It's not something that you just Oh Damn I just realized I'm a new person No it's something that's been within you We just take these years to, Of maturation To develop that true self And that is through self love Like we were talking about uh, trials, and tri- trials and tribulations The triumphs that you face in life And realizing that ain't shit sweet out here. You gotta realize what it is out here. Like, gotta. And it's like, yo, for me, being real is, hey, if I come, if I walk into any room, I'm like, when if I walk to any room, I'm gonna be me. I'm gonna be me, yo. Like, whatever you view that is or perceive it is, that's on you. But you can never say, oh, that was not Jamie that just walked in here. So that has been real. Being real is when your youngins look you into your eyes and they see, oh, he's not lying to me. Oh, he's not going nowhere. Oh, he really wants the best for me. That has been real. It's that transparency and that vulnerability that you share with the people that you love. That is real because it takes a lot to share those vulnerabilities and be that transparent not only with yourself but with the people that you love because you're constantly feeling judged. We've all struggled with it but it's those dynamics and those elements that make you who you are. So we have to start embracing that instead of shying away. And we have to stop teaching these kids certain mechanisms that are hindering them from being their true self and being the best version of themselves. So we have to really grab a hold of our youngins and teach them the game for what it can be, not what it is at the moment. We have to show them how to be optimistic by our actions of what we do now. That is a real human being. You live in who you are. I don't want to teach you what I'm not. So ultimately for me that is what is being real being re- really loving somebody really standing on your word really standing on all 10 no matter what you do or say that is a real human
1: being to me and that is what i got on that yeah you hit that hoe um for me i think you know what i'm saying kind of what, what you said jamie is people who speak on something and stand on ten toes, uh, I respect anybody that stands on ten toes for what they believe in. Even if I don't believe in it, I still give you a little respect. But from the real aspect, I think people who are real are people that can sit there and say, oh, my bad, or I'm sorry. People who can suck their pride up. I think that's real. I think um, someone's real is giving a homeless man some food. I think somebody real is just doing something for the community and not looking for no gain from it. I think that's real. And what is not real is these people out here faking the funk on social media just like there's this Me Too movement right now. A lot of y'all was marching with the BML and the Me Too uh movement when they were marching, but y'all were part of that. Ain't that something? The people the people who are doing the stuff, people are marching for, you're there marching for it too. Messing <laughs> with little girls, all that. And we and we remember. I just think that's fake. Also, one thing I think that's real is a person that don't care who is in the room, they still going to speak their opinion and don't care if someone cares about that or not. I think somebody real like Jamie. I think somebody real like Dion. You know what I'm saying? But I don't think a lot of people out here want to be real. They want to be messy. They want to be the fake. They want to be in the mix. So many people... Life isn't real life. It's all offline.
4: It's all for review. It's all for
1: social gain. It's all for some followers. A person can have 20,000 followers, and I bet you most of them followers fake.
4: I think that we need to start
1: teaching the kids also who not to let use your social security number or your ID, uh, things of value like that, not let people put anything on your credit and thing like that. Um, but that's all I got. How y'all feel, man? you got anything else?
2: No, that was that was great. And shit, don't come around none of us with no facades. And unless you got integrity, stay away. We don't do that here.
3: And, bro, just to touch on that, I just feel like, like you said, bro, a lot of these
4: dudes, they out here preaching on how to be the realest
3: street nigga, bro, and, they, and a lot of them, it's like, bro, y'all fantasize about these movies of these quote-unquote American gangsters or gangsters, period, but in the majority of the movies, what do they all have in common? That's they all ratted rat at the end. They all have the same shits in common. They either ratted, they got killed. Just, hey, none, none of them ended pleasant. So, at the end of the day, in order to police our own selves, and police our own neighborhoods, we got to put down these drugs and feed these kids some books. Feed these kids something knowledgeable about how they can survive, not only survive, but benefit from their birthright from their ancestors,
4: benefit from what we were put here to do, which is excel. I don't want to look at we gotta stop preaching or beg the oppressors. We
3: keep begging these oppressors and we keep getting crumbs. That's modern-day slavery. I'm, down. I'm not down with begging the oppression. Nah, live your true self. Be who you are, create, find other outlets to get your voice off, and really find people around you that loves you unconditionally. Because somebody can love you, but it can always be with a condition on it. I love you if you like this. But when you start acting like this, I don't really love you like that. That is an act of condition. That is not unconditional love. Unconditional love is I embrace your flaws and everything that you bring to the table, and I want to help you grow and build on that no matter what. That is unconditional love, and that is something that we are lacking in our communities, in our everyday life. We are lacking that because, guaranteed, when when I get to them six-figure, a million-dollar, billion-dollar ranks, when I get there, yo, and I see my little cousin or my little brother or a little homie that's been trying to get it out or trying to do this, but he's just in a bad circumstance, best believe I'm investing in it. I am willing to die for that. That is something I'm willing to die for. I want to push the next generation forward to succeed, to out-succeed what I've done, so you can create something bigger for your children, so you can build generational wealth for your children and their children. That's how we build another Black Wall Street. we got to stop the selfish act, the dry-ass hate, the oh, he fucking my baby mama, or he fucked with so and so, or he didn't do this. Nah, you gotta stop that. Keep it one hundred. Like stop. And i was, and you, when you hear this, you know who I'm speaking to. All of y'all that's thinking of that mindset, that's beefing over that, no. We are all for that, bro. I don't care about none of that. I know who my brothers is. I know who have been around for me since day one, bro. I know who haven't changed on me. I know all that. So there's no reason to fake it at this point. But who you are, live in your truth so nobody can live, so nobody can use it against you. Be transparent and vulnerable with the people that love you genuinely so you can continue to grow and build and prosper on the things that you have manifested so you can continue and build generational wealth to so your children's children and that will never struggle a day in their life. And that is my ending on that.
2: Hey preacher man, preacher man, yeah that's him. <laughs> Five. Like that shit bro uh, you
1: ain't got nothing Dion.
2: <coughs> no nah, he he he, he be good. Pause. But anyways. Chill.
1: Let's talk about let's talk about the N word. Actually, let's talk about both N words. Nigger and nigga.
2: That hard R is just cringy, bro. Even though you it said is, it. That's, it just, that's crazy. It is. Bro. That's why it's important. But I feel it's crazy. like it's the topic we should talk on.
1: Honestly, I feel like As a community, we need to dead that word with the – I think we need a dead nigga from other races. Either just dead it all together, or we need to dead it from having other races say it. And they might be saying, oh, I grew up with black people. So? But if you grew up with us, you should have the respect for us not to use that word anymore. You know what I'm saying? That's how I just feel about it. uh like why everybody's out here canceling culture and stuff? Why aren't we canceling that word? I know we're trying to get all these statues removed and these names of the schools removed, but why aren't we removing that word? How y'all feel about that
2: um, like I just said, even when I mean black people say it, but I mean, we usually only say it in like in a context of something or if if a white person said it, even just hearing that though that word because of the history behind it, it's just, it's cringy. I just don't want to hear that one at all. And I definitely get what you're saying about the other races with the, with the GA nigga. And that just comes from us police and who we're around and being aware of who you're around. And if it's a Mexican person, especially if it's a white person and, and they just keep just letting that word off and they feel comfortable doing that, I don't think they have very much respect for you. So, I mean, the only way that's going to end it's policing to saying, hey, yo, just don't even say that. It ain't got to be confrontational. You ain't got to smack nobody or nothing. But if they don't have enough D.C. respect to say, I don't appreciate you saying that around me, then it's going to have to be dealt with some kind of way. But that's the only way it's ever going to stop. Because I don't know if any other way to just come out and be like, Oh no, cancel. Like, no, you can't say that. You know what I'm saying? It just don't work Twitter. like Trends. Trends, exactly. And it, it needs to be. And I don't know who needs to lead that trend, but it could be anybody. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's the only way that could be dead. And I don't too much, me personally, because I'm just going to stand on what I believe and what I've been around. When I hanged out, hanged out, excuse me, that was terrible. When I was hanging out in Abilene with um, Mexican homies, because I've had plenty of Mexican homies, because I use the word very frequently, I never really said anything. It never really bothered me too much. But I can definitely get where you're coming from, saying you want to cancel it. Um, white people never. Nah, that's that's. It just feels it's different. So I never worry about that around me. Um, and canceling it altogether for us as people, I think it'll just be tough depending on who you are, the way you grew up talking, who you grew up around. Because I use it very frequently. I say it all the time. You know what I'm saying.
4: And I if I felt,
2: do. yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, if you listen to this podcast, you hear that word a lot. Cool. But if I felt like there was, a, there was a good purpose and a good reasoning behind canceling and us just not saying that, I would not have an issue behind it. I would not have an issue doing that. But I just don't see the need to right now because if, if anything is going to get canceled, it needs to start with other people, other races not saying it, and then we can have that conversation later afterwards. That's how I feel about that.
3: I think it just comes down to us. The, all, I hate the whole council thing. It just, ultimately, it comes down to us upgrading our vernacular and really changing the ways that we speak to each other in general. It's like when you address somebody, like hey, what's good, black man? Hey, that mean I'm calling you original. You are the original man. But when I not say, what's up, my brother? That mean I'm connected to you. I see me through your lenses. You should see me through through my... No, I mean, you should see... It it should be one of those representations when we speak to each other. And, oh, what's up, uh, my sister? How you doing? Peace, beloved. Those things are so out of touch that we speak in this slang that has become a norm for us where we don't think we need to change anything because that's how we've been taught. That's just how we... That's in our repertoire. That's in our, that's in our own vocabulary. But it's like, people don't understand. You got nigger, you got nigger, and then you got niggas. What have you ever heard of niggas? A few years ago, I changed my name on Instagram or whatever it was to niggas. That is that king or emperor. That is the original term. So when you go and redo your research on these things and you see, oh, why would they teach you that if they want to oppress you? Because that word, niggas, is more empowering than nigger. Nigger is, oh, I am forever your fucking oppressor. You are forever oppressed. So, it's like, and even with, when they shorten, shorten it, nigger is just a representation of that. It just sounds better. So let go back to what do your ear and your subconscious to hear? What do we believe we are truly? So it comes back to knowledge of self. When you commute that knowledge of self and you say, nah, this is how I want to be treated. This is how I want to be spoken to. Then you counsel anything that is below that. It's building that confidence in yourself to stand on that, to say, no, you will not call me that because I am not that. So you will not speak that or manifest that into any aura around me or anything in a realm of my life, you will not speak those You will not speak of those terms in my midst to throw off my energy, or to throw off my. The, Anything within the circumference of what I am trying to build. You will not throw that off. You will not throw off my frequencies with speaking those or uttering those words into my sphere. So, at the end of the day, we have to start standing on and really holding people accountable to the blank, blank disrespect that they don't even know they are doing. They've been taught this. They've been taught this language, that this is okay. A lot of times, they've been taught it by us, that, oh, it's okay for you, just because you know what I mean? You fly, you saucy, you drop. Hey, I I like the way you dress, like you speak of a certain slang, I can tell you where you are from. And then you educate them on this is where you from, you don't know where we've been. We don't have the same problems no matter how much somebody wants to invite you to the cookout, to the barbecue. We don't have the same problems. We can prove it. Hop in the car. Ride with me. Let us get stopped by a cop. Let's see how they treat us.
2: And most people, when you, that, that term that you just said, invite to the cookout, people will do that if a white rapper has a, a good song you know what I'm saying or he dress cool but like you're saying like you're about to continue on to say take a ride with me and be black and you'll realize he's just culture appropriating. and you probably really don't want to at a cookout you feel me Facts. that's crazy
4: and say
1: they want to come to the cookout but all the oh heads in the cookout they're not going to say that word in front of them to be 100 when there is a group of 30 niggas or more white people can't say nigga. But it's when they with two or three or one, they'll say it, they feel comfortable to say it. But I give I give a white man fifty dollars. Come say nigga in a group of fifty niggas and yeah. I leave it at that.
4: And fifty brothers or sisters, period. I'm just go look out. I want to look you in your eyes and say, Are you comfortable right now?
3: Like, we have to understand you ride with a grandma, me ride with a grandma. It's not the same thing,
1: it's not. And, Jamie, can I touch on that real quick? What's up? I've heard so many stories from people who are not black, they Caucasian white. They sit there and tell you a story. Oh, remember when we could have went to jail, we had these ounces on us or we had a pound on us or, or, uh, it just shows you that the white culture gets put off by the police. Sometimes I know if y'all know what I mean, like they don't, Endure the same things that we do or go through the same things that we do with the police. Because I know, shit, if I get caught with some weed nine times out of ten, I'm not just going to get let go. I'm going to get a ticket or they're going to take me to jail. But for, <clears throat> and what's fucked up, white people, stop going around telling stories like this to black people. Glorifying that you're white. That's all you doing. Oh, he let us go. Cause we were white. Damn. I make, I am supposed to make us feel. Cause what if I was in a car? All that shit you have was going to be mine. And I'm gonna go to jail and you're not going to write me. You're not going to call me. You're not going to put no money on my books. And I really don't think white people really understand us completely. Even our white friends they don't know what we've been through. They don't go through what we've been through because of the color of their skin. You'll have more achievements in your life being white than a black man will be black. We don't, we don't be out here faking scholarships for our people and shit. We can't. We got to grind out and get it. And then live in debt from trying to get an education. Uh, go ahead, Jane.
3: But Yeah, I hear you on all that, bro. It's fact. It's like the end of the day. Hey, stop trying to debate and start trying to understand. There's no debate. I'm not having no. I'm not, I don't want to teach you no more what racism is. I want to teach you no more what injustice is. We've been doing that. For what?
4: It's propaganda at this point. We're not doing that no more. For what? You know what it is. Stop. So at
3: the end of the day, they ain't even... Bro, this ain't rocket science, bro. You send it on camera. Every day. And let's not forget, they still ain't arrested the killers who murdered Breonna Taylor They still haven't investigated the hangings and lynchings that's been going on to this day.
4: This is the America that y'all appropriate, that y'all appreciate so highly, that y'all think is the greatest country in the world. America is a third world country with makeup on.
3: We just from here. So we think it's all peaches and cream. Yes, there are other countries that have things going on that is in worse fashion. But they don't have no makeup on. It is what it is. We are suffering under dictatorship. They are literally doing voter suppression while people don't trust voting. They are going to your communities and making these lines super long so black people won't get their vote off. They are making it impossible for felons to get their vote off when they really can. All they got to do is register. They are making it people seem, or they are nearly fixating the voter system. So when people just say, oh, you should vote, 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 no, we need separation. We don't want to talk about that, though. Nah, we need to separate from the white devil. And when I say that, that's not saying white people overall. That is saying the people that suffer from that oppression, that oppressor mentality, that devil mentality, we need to separate from them. That is not rocket science. That is, yo, guess what? If that bully is keep bullying you, you have to find a way to separate. Because what you are currently doing is not working. So we need to buy black, buy back our communities.
2: Shit, and buy black. You said it right, even though you yeah, buy black. (laughs) Yeah, and buy black.
3: (laughs) We need to buy black, buy back our communities. We need to
4: support each other, teach each other
3: what we know. And we need to spread that around. We need to spread that. We need to fix the educational system ourselves. If we know these white institutions are programmed to continue to oppress the minorities, the black and brown, then why are we still sending our students there? Why not homeschool them until we fix the system? Until they fix the system? Why not homeschool Why not educate? your kids on what is important, what is their
4: birthright, instead of sending them to teach them about
3: George Washington and all these slave owners. Why? It don't make sense. I want you to honestly ask me yourself why. Ask me yourself how. How can we change these narratives and bring about change? sustainable change. Because everything we're talking about is attainable. All you gotta do is pay attention.
4: Walk outside, you go see something.
3: I don't care where you at. And I
1: wanna leave it off on that point. And you said the word white devil also. For sure. I understand why the white devil is racist. And I, I might be hard for people to understand, but I understand, why people, I understand why people are racist. We were supposed to be slaves. We were not supposed to have all this money that we have. We were not supposed to be setting the trends. We are not supposed to be running this country. That's why we still have so many people that teach their kids, if you are white, you're superior. When they're not, it's so many black people in this world. And you know what's crazy, too? I was talking to Tumal yesterday, and he showed me these stats about black billionaires. Oprah was like at 2.8 billion. Bill Gates was like at 60. A couple years, he shoot up to about 200 billion. Oprah is at 10. Why do y'all think Oprah didn't get that same money he got? We know why. Two reasons. And I'm going to give you the first one. She is a woman. Second, she is a woman of color. Nah, she is a black
3: woman.
1: And just like you said, Jamie, why don't we go... um, school our own kids and stuff. Cause there's so many people or so many parents in the black culture that gotta rock work long hours or two jobs just for their kids to eat. What's that uh what's that scholarship called the Grant Sally May? A word called Yeah. Okay, Sally Mae. No. <laughs> Sally May been getting money. <laughs> Y'all some
2: fools. What the fuck just hey. happened, yo?
1: Oh, no. I have
3: no idea, nigga. That hey. <laughs> boy Jamie froze <laughs> up for a minute. <laughs> I have no idea, nigga. I just know Sally Mae. I heard Sally May is who we give our money to. <laughs> Anyways,
1: <laughs> Sally Mae been taking Black folks' money forever, oppressing us. You feel me? So I feel like in our community, it's so hard to teach our own kids things, uh, homeschooling, because some of our parents don't even got that information, and they didn't even get that education that they should have got because they were black. I feel like these people still going to teach their kids and have their kids teach, oh, you're going to hate the niggers. Why? It's because we're dominant. What were we, Jamie? We were the what? You said what? Black people, we were what? The first what? We are the original people, bro. All right, thank you. And that's why I'm going to leave. And just that- like you said,
3: oh, yeah, our parents might not know this and that. I understand that. I'm from poverty, bro. Like, at the end of the day, though, we have to... Can y'all hear me? Yeah, you good. We have to really say, oh, well, we know most of our parents, hey, they gonna always have some drink around. They gonna always have some this around. Why you can't spend that on a biography of Malcolm X or uh, Elijah Muhammad? or somebody that we can look up to. Why not spend that money on things that will benefit your kid in the future? Sending me to these private schools or these institutions or sending me to these camps that's white-owned is not benefiting me. So that's why I'm speaking on it now for the parents that are coming up. I want you to listen to this and think there is other outlets that are actually cheaper than what you've been going through at this moment, where you can teach your kids on entrepreneurship. You can teach your kids mathematics. We are the creators of mathematics. You just have to be willing to tap in to that. A lot of parents are not willing to tap into that because they think it's too much work.
4: Because guess what? Food for your kids don't cost that much. Clothes for your kids do not cost that much. You have to go back to where you are spending this money.
3: That's where that accountability comes into place. White devils will forever be white devils. So we have to take accountability to what we can do to separate and build our own community structure again. How we can build our own black Wall Street again to where you now you cannot break this down. You can't fuck this up now. So we have to get to the point to where we are no longer begging We are no longer giving passes. We are no longer in a forgiving mood. We are no longer explaining. No, that is no
4: longer a
3: a, a solution to these problems. The only solution is how can we move forward in our way?
4: How can we knock these doors down without knocking? That is the only other solution. We had a black man in office. A puppet. No lot of people don't want to hear it. They love the Obama. A puppet. Hey, can somebody tell me who his uh who his vice president was? Joseph Biden. Oh, that's crazy right.
3: No. Is that a brother? No. Or is he the same one that said, oh, if you don't vote for me, you ain't
4: black. What kind of shit is that?
3: (laughs) That man is a nut. He ready I to get kick him, the Johnny. bucket. That man is ready get to him. kick the bucket. And then y'all saw beloved Bernie Sanders, who everybody... Oh, poor Bernie. Bernie, he is fighting for us. Oh, Tell my him God.
4: Okay, going to kick the bucket,
3: too. <laughs> Bernie, oh. Next thing you know, this man in the hospital... Man is, suffering. Man. Suffering. man is suffer. All of them suffering from old age.
4: And then when he gets the people
3: behind him, what do he do? He drops out. <laughs> he said, Fuck y'all. <laughs> I am going to get under Bernie. I'm going to get under Joe Biden and I'm going to support his campaign. Nigga, you've been running for president for the last. A <laughs> hundred years, my nigga. <laughs> why are you still supporting? Why are you still supporting other people's campaigns? But you know the best policies for us. Who have told y'all? Guess what? This is my black
4: agenda. This is for y'all.
3: I have realized this is what ha- where we have been, and now I am realizing. This is where I want us
4: to go. This is for the black and the brown. Specifically, we are going to get
3: reparations. We are going to change the educational system. We are going to take down all these
4: racist ass statues they have made us believe we're heroes. We're going to get rid of
3: all this racist shit we've been living by. I'm going to keep it blind. Get rid of all of it. All this shit ain't working. I'm going to tell you that right now.
2: The fucked up justice system too.
3: Yeah.
4: Fucked up. Why do we all know somebody in jail right now for weed?
3: That is bad. Why do we all know someone or we all hear of someone that is out right now who has raped someone? That is a wild ideology. That is, a, that is wild to me. So... If you don't understand what we want at this point, you
4: are a sick motherfucker. And
3: I'm gonna end it on that point, my brothers and
1: sisters, (laughs) niggas. Hey, bro. And say, bro, you know what's crazy? Like, I be, I be looking at stuff from like in the South and like Carolina and stuff, like how they're changing up their bills against rape and stuff, like. You can't abort the baby after rape. Like, what is going on? Like, what is America what is America really saying? Like, I think there's so many governors and people in power that support rape because they feel like if they're they feel like, oh, I'm a man of power and I can just take it. I can take what I want. Either because I got money or it's by the color of my skin. It just blows my mind that a joint can get you two years in state jail. But people out here molesting kids, having child pornography, uh, doing all this nasty stuff with kids online, sending it to people, just sharing it and stuff, videotaping, locking kids up, mistreating kids, and they don't get the life penalty.
2: Because more times than not, them people doing that ain't black.
1: How, how you can get three? How you can get three strikes on weed, and you got to do big time. But if you you rape somebody, it's just like that man who shot up the church. They should have killed that white motherfucker. But nah, they gonna take him out in handcuffs, very nice and sweet. But if Didn't it, they take one, one of them to like McDonald's, a burger.
2: yeah, they gave one of them
1: niggas a burger. I think it was him, and that's sad. Sorry, but if bitch. it was one of us, what would we got? We wouldn't got no McDonald's, we got a knuckle sandwich, no pun intended. We,
2: gotta, we got. We would have got to nutcracker sandwich. sandwich. Hold on, wait, wait, Hold on. wait, 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 wait. I said no pun intended. I've heard no, that since we, middle school, we, bro. It's the fact that you said it, not the nah, pun. You, you relax. just said nah,
3: nutcracker sandwich. I'm
1: with sandwich. you all the way. I'm with you all the <laughs> way on your point. But you can't do that. I tried to <laughs> sneak it in there. I tried to sneak <laughs> it in there. That's I really sandwich. did. You I was gonna say two black guys, but damn, no pun intended. But anyways, like we're gonna be bruised up when we go to jail, or we might not make it. And say, look, I've been in handcuffs before. I had a loss. Rest in whoop peace, Sandra Just because I talked talk some shit. Then whoop my ass. I told him about his daughters. That nigga whoop my ass because I had something to say about it. Like, no, I did worry about who his daughters' baby daddies are. I don't worry about what's going on over here. And then Whoop my ass. Stuck me, bro. I'm talking about, look, I come out the room, bro. They put me on the chair. I get up, bro. I just fall out, bro. Boom, I'm gone. <laughs> hey. Axe <laughs> Leaf. Oh God, axe Leaf. Axe Leaf and Derek. Ask them. They know. Boy, I passed out. Dang one, what's wrong? Nothing, bro. I need to Jaw my ass, whoop my ass, ribs hurting everything. Man. And you know what's fucked up? I sit there and tell my lawyer about it. Oh, well, there's no video there. There was no video because he cut his camera off. These police are allowed to do so many things that we're not allowed to do. Why are they busting U-turns in traffic? Why are they driving slow behind people? Why are they going 50 in a 40 without their lights on?
2: They're fucking tyrants, bro. The law doesn't apply to the police. You ain't know that?
1: We can't text and drive, but they can type and drive. It'll just make no sense.
2: They like, literally a have
3: a law that gives them immunity. They are trying to pass something that like gets rid of that law period. but they have a law in place that gives them immunity for these things. That's the crazy. Part. All you got do that's with what, America that's All you got to do with America cancer. is add 3 k All you got to do in America is add 3 ks and you understand everything.
2: Yeah. Ho said that's the it best. The
4: land of the free were the blacks enslaved.
1: Yeah, That's it. We are the building blocks of America. America. But hey, man. Y'all got anything else on that subject?
3: No, nah, I'm going to it.
1: Nah, no, good. All right, man. We're gonna we're gonna go into a little lighter subject. Might be a little saucy. We're gonna talk about hear this, bro. We're to talk, talk about, about it,
2: hey,
1: Jamie, calm down, bro. Hey, I right, am about right, to share right, my okay. screen with y'all. I'm about to share my screen with y'all. We finna watch this video. I'm
2: gonna try not to call from the shit. Oh we
1: good? Y'all see me?
0: We can yes, see it. Uh,
1: buddy. All, All right. Up. I see it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised that Jordan went that fast, cuz.
1: Can y'all hear this?
2: Nah, but it's... It, nah, I can the read caption's it. on, but it's fast to shoot. I can't Crackhead
3: bitches.
2: But Wayne needs to get his ass beat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she wildin'.
3: I
1: got y'all. Hold on.
3: Nah, she wildin'. Hey Wayne just released
1: Wayne just y'all. re-released something though. So did.
0: <laughs> All
1: right, That's come on.
0: Been-
1: now now start it over. I All right, here we
0: go. I'm talking about Lil Wayne. We're having a flipping in his grave. Just cause you sick and on drugs, you a sick drug addict and like the fuck old white crackhead bitches. That don't <clears> mean <throat> white. Let's talk about that. word on the curve, Lil Wayne needs to get his ass is changing himself ever since South Puss infected you. You ain't been the same, nigga. I told y'all that a long time ago, and everybody can get roasted accusing you, including you. we we'll be first Lil Wayne and them three dreams he got on the top of his head. We are being trying to look at it. that don't want me to shake the fuck. I Let's be real. Look, it has never been for the people. You claim you've never experienced hate, racism, and now you're saying there's nothing more we can do as a people about the wrongful deaths and the killing and murder of Black people. See that hair on done with your head, bitch. Kill yourself, cause again your you've been out of order. <laughs> <laughs> right, hey,
3: can we cut that off?
0: You said what? Gaggled can we
3: cut that off? You said restart it. Nah, I said, can we
1: cut it off? <laughs> Hold on, bro. We gotta listen through. Hold on. Hold on. We got two more minutes. Yeah, two more we minutes.
0: Right wouldn't you? Or maybe not. Because you ain't never loved any black bitches that you fuck with. You didn't even love your mammy, your greedy, greedy grandmammy. You know when they black is all. All right,
3: man.
2: It's cutting out. I can not even hear no more. Man, what the hell she on, man?
4: Bro. Black dick.
1: Yes, yeah, she's wild, bro. So, so look, bro. This all started with Trina. You know, went to Wayne. So look, bro. Honestly, I think this shit is funny as hell. But where she need to stop It's Get telling her people on. to kill themselves. She gone, bro. She gone, bro. I know she upset you. Your neck and back hurt or something? Pause. But anyways... <laughs> Yeah. I, had her, I feel like <laughs> she should not be out here telling people to kill themselves. You know what I'm saying? I feel like
2: I get the point she was trying we, to make that was just mad, we, disrespectful, and stupid yeah, and pointless. This, saying, this is
1: it was this pointless. Is people trying to get a point off, but not getting a point off. This is more comedy than it was trying to get the message out. She's so worried about cocaine and heroin and three dreads, Wayne.
2: She sounded like she was on it.
1: She could have just used her platform to tell us all the shit he did not tell us. Not say his name or nothing. And we've gone back to a culture inside its own culture. Yeah. You see a black woman degrading a black man because he chose to date outside of his race. And now you are angry for it.
3: But if you in a culture, you know how many he didn't dated in his race. <laughs> yeah. If you really yeah. know Lil Mania, <laughs> let's not
2: mm-hmm. get that confused. <laughs> Louisiana.
1: Say Weezy probably ran through every stripper in Miami in 09.
2: Oh me, dude. Yeah, that was just I don't know. She must have been bored. She sounded like she was the one on drugs. Like I said, I get it, but that was just stupid. She's lost to I just, she lost. she must need some clout or something. I don't know.
3: Bro, at the end of the day, when you're not relevant, you sound yeah. like a clown. Yeah. When, you don't know yeah. how to, when you don't articulate yourself well, you sound like you're just searching for clout. So even if your intentions or what you are trying to say should be speaking volumes, you are ruining all of it or discrediting yourself by Articulating it in a s- s- sour manner, it's like mm-hmm. who cares about your purpose of this conversation now? Because the way you are saying it is demeaning and degrading instead of instead of a teaching manner. It's like ah, uh, it was lot aggressive I, too. While person, yelling and yeah, she was yelling like
1: that's why I said cut it off. because it's like, She sounded bitter, bro. Like Wayne hit and just forgot. You know what I'm saying? Like, he didn't give her that 30K or something. I don't know. Like, she was bitter.
2: That's crazy. Yeah, don't sing that song ever again, though. Please do that.
1: Hey, Dion, don't act like I don't got from the last recording you singing it, but I'm going to put it on this one, though. I'm
3: dying.
2: All right, that's fine. Hey, I got a guy giving time, boy. I got them pipes, you (laughs) hear me?
3: Pause. Relax. Still, (laughs) bro. No,
2: man, no. You already said
3: it. No, you can have it. Okay, hey, all right, you got it, bro. You
2: got that one. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah, I'll let you have that one, bro. I like that. I like that. Juan, do this for me.
4: (laughs) 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 Uh, yo,
2: huh? There you go, there you go I knew you had some on that
1: I did, I was looking for it on the cool I looked at him, that's why I went like this And you caught me and you caught me, boy oh, dying. Hey man, hey man Say, man This has been another highlights. episode This has been another episode Of the 3P Podcast I am your host, Jetstream Jones I am here with Dion and Jamie, aka the Spice Twins. Yeah. And we
3: yeah, yeah, another win. Yeah. This shit never win. <laughs>